I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together we, we watch anything. We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films of the same genre. Of the same genre. And watch them so you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you'll know what's a surprise hit and what's totally what's flirty, dirty, and lots of fun. Yes, that's right, it's 31. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Episode 31 of We Watch Anything and welcome to that, lovely. ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, anyone else, all you listeners, people with ears, thanks for listening. Well, once again, you've, you've, you've floored me with a, with a wonderful intro, Benjamin. I'm very pleased. It's such a good start and it's put me in a fine mood for... A zombie apocalypse episode, because we're doing zombies! Zombies. Everything puts me in a good mood for a zombie apocalypse episode, I have to say. Even mm. though, as we said in the end of the last ep, there has been overkill. I still oh. can't, you know... Zombies were part of one of the first things I used to watch as a young boy getting into the, the genre of the horror. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I still have a deep and abiding love, and some of my favourite movies are still zombie movies. Well, I, I really connect zombies with... With you, I was I was definitely a horror fan before I was friends with you. Yeah, but it was definitely your passion for for certain zombie films. Um, and you know, I I, I I you know I connect you with Dawn of the Dead, with Zombie Flesh Eaters, with Day of the Dead, bloody bloody blah. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's definitely a sort of period in my life, like early twenties, when I suddenly started getting more seriously into horror. Yeah, and sort of really discovering the the wonder of zombie films. Um, and yeah, so I always connect them with you. But I, all of that said, I too, I'm, I'm really quite bored of them. Um, but it's just because I just, I, I just, there's just been so many of them. And yes, it's, I know and it's so a boring thing to say, ones. but they just, there's so many average ones, and there are so many different types. There are so many comedy ones. There are so many foreign language ones. There are so many with speedy zombies. There are so many with not so speedy zombies. You know, I'm yes, just agreed bored completely. to bleed in death. And the thing is, I think what killed it for me in a way was obviously Shaun of the Dead was great. And I really like that Dawn of the Dead remake, but it was just around then. Bizarrely, I I realise that's the only Zack Snyder movie I really like. (laughs) Yeah, and I really loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it did... Yeah, yeah, I know I'm with you, and it's definitely the only one of his I like. But anyway, the, that and then uh, 28 Days Later, which I know is more of an infection. No, film, it's a zombie but, movie. Yeah, I um, know exactly, but who cares? But the point is, that, I do, like, the, that is that is one of my favourite zombie movies. I do love that movie. It's, that period infected. around there was where it all just started to the popularity of those films. Suddenly, there was an explosion, and it's just it was films like. Oh, I don't know. There was that combination, like that was Fido that I know you like, and Black Sheep and Dead Fido's Snow. Fido's fantastic. I, I don't. Well, the thing is, I've watched, I like. I like all three of those in a way. Yes. But at the same time, don't like all three of those because I'm so bored of them. Oh, of that see, kind of thing. Yes, and but I, they were I, they were very much the vanguard of the sort of um, of the offbeat. Each one of them can you could you could trace as a sort of. Um, if you, if you want to carry on with the zombie metaphor as the start of the infection in mm. some ways, you know, but I, each one of those is quite distinctly different. Like Fido, I think, is mm. a fantastic idea. And the, it's not the, the the first film to presuppose that, like, you know, people can live alongside zombies, but mm. um, it does it very, very well. I do love the fact that basically it takes that sort of um, Edward Scissorhands aesthetic and applies it to zombies, which I really like. Mm. Black Sheep is such a product of... Um, New Zealand and is way more of a post-Peter Jackson kind of movie than a zombie sure. movie. And then... Um, Dead Snow. Uh, Dead Snow is just a brilliant bit of scandy lunacy that you just can't argue with. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm kind of agree with all of that, but I, I, but I also... That's the reason... I mean, I'm not going to watch any of those films again anytime soon because... I just don't want to anymore. Yeah, that's fair enough. I just, I, I, that's the thing. I'm just, I, that's that's what I mean. I've just it's just it, there's been too much of it. Uh, one thing that I was going to mention though, I think a film that you and I both quite like, and it um, deserves more more mentions than it mm. possibly gets, is a film from 1993, and it's My Boyfriend's Back. I was going to mention it too. Still <laughs> yeah. in my top three of zombie movies. Yeah. One of the most underrated movies mm. of all time, and almost impossible to get hold of. Yeah, I had it on video for ages, VHS yeah. video, and um, it's uh, well, it's 
it's Matthew Matthew McConaughey's got a very small role in it as guy number yes. two, but it is it was made the same well it came out the same year as Days and Confused, but so I don't I can't quite work out whether he filmed Dazed and Confused first or My Boyfriend's Back first. But either way, he's a, he's he's tiny in My Boyfriend's Back. But the lead guy in My Boyfriend's Back has got a real charm to him, and his career kind of stopped a few years after that film, and I thought he was quite good. But anyway. As does, it's about, it's as just does the female lead, Tracy Lynch. She did sort of. She wrote. She wrote Road to Welford after that, and then oh, she was in the End of Violence, I think, and uh, not a lot else really. One other film I was going to mention that I don't think is well known enough, or does it, well, for me was a thing that sort of um, really got me more into horror because it felt like it was my discovery. It was it was shown on BBC Two late at night back in the. Uh, late 90s anyway it's from 1994 and it was called Della Morte Della Moore and it was an Italian film but with mm. Rupert Everett as this guy who just lives in a creepy house sort of cemetery because his job is basically to kill the dead a second time when they inevitably come back as zombies I've not it was seen just, this yeah it's really it's known as the cemetery man more often now but like I remember it being shown back then it was definitely known as Della Morte Della Moore but either way it's now cemetery man and either way I just remember thinking it was hilarious and that was sort of before zombie comedies had really you know yeah. that was 1994 did I say and one other one that really killed zombies for me actually was a French film called La Horde did you see that? Uh, yes I have seen La Horde and it was fine it was it's 2009 it's definitely not it, no it was fine and I just thought I, I don't need to see any more of these yeah that's enough I, I agree with you and I on a personal level what's been killing zombies for me lately and I do not want to turn this into a rant but I do imagine there are people out there in the listenerverse who may agree with me. Is mm-hmm. where Walking Dead is. Rant about Walking Dead over. Apologies, it's television. <laughs> not, not. Uh, yeah, not I didn't movies. mention. I didn't mention Walking Dead because I was talking about movies, dude. I was staying on point. You are so totally pointy. <laughs> One more. Modern... I really like Walking Dead. No, sorry. Go on. <laughs> One more modern zombie movie, actually. If you haven't seen, it's really worth checking out. In the vein of my boyfriend's back is Warm Bodies. Oh, okay. Have yes. you seen Warm Bodies? No, not yet. It's really good. Is it? Okay. It's actually really good. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Nicholas Holt. Mm. Anyway, but um, it's a it's a really enjoyable movie. It's it is quite warm. It's nicely done. It is a you know, it's it's a it is a zom rom com sort of, mm. um, but it's really really good. Okay, yeah, right. Well, um, talking of of zombie films, yeah. hey, <laughs> how about we do about... some talking of zombie films? <laughs> do you want to hear about another one? No, you do. Good. No, let's talk about here. Flowers. I go. <laughs> okay, hi everyone. My zombie film uh, this 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 week this episode was. Pardon me. Was Bunks from 2013? I'm Bunks. excited about this. <laughs> I am excited it's... about this. No, no, good, good. I'm, I'm excited to tell you about it. It's Ooh. a, um, it's from 2013. It's a Canadian-funded movie, um, and it's uh, basically it's about two brothers, troublemaking brothers, who um, scam their way onto an idyllic summer camp, and uh, and they're 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 sort of rule breaking, but. The real trouble starts, you know, when they accidentally trigger a zombie curse, essentially. Um, so that that's the plot in just a second. Um, but to give you more to more of a flavour, so it starts with a sort of uh, something that happened in the past, and you see a kid in 1970s, I think it's supposed to be, on a camp in a ca- in a summer camp, and he's just scared of something that's happening in a, in a summer camp. You don't know what. He hides in a loo. Then you see some rustly bushy action, and you don't know what's going on. Sounds and then suddenly it's some I know. And then it's and then it's some policemen going, "Hey, where have all the kids gone?" And then that's it. And suddenly it's today, and there's you're in a um, sort of suburban area, and two pranking wisecracking brothers are about to be sent to a military style boot camp okay. by their parents because they're such pranksters. They're so fed up with them being <laughs> naughty all the time. Okay. And Naughty. the parents go away, and the and they and the, sorry. How old are these guys? Well, good question. I think one's supposed to be about fourteen, fifteen, and the other one's supposed to be more like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Uh, okay. I don't know. They're sort of teenagers anyway. Okay. They certainly fine. can't be older than that. Anyway, um, it's, it's, obviously they don't want to go to the sort of military bus. So near where the military bus is, there's another boarding bus which is on its way to Camp Bushwhacker. And um, <laughs> and so they managed to sort of they managed to that sneak sounds like trick. such a terrible insult. He's a total camp bushwhacker. 
<laughs> so they managed to trick themselves onto Camp Bushwhacker by posing as two camp guide counsellor type people called Delroy and oh, Sanjay. Okay. And the real Delroy and Sanjay end up going to the boot camp. Um, With hilarious anyway, references? So- so we yes exactly we, we but well, we just occasionally it goes back to Delroy and Sanjay having a terrible time but anyway our two heroes they go to Camp Bushwhacker it's it's basically an island within a lake and um <laughs> and so they're completely cut off there are no phones and they meet immediately make an enemy of one of the other dudes at the camp so like basically they're not just there being a kid on a camp thing they're in charge yes. of some kids yeah, you yeah, see yeah, what gotcha. I mean they're, they're counselors or whatever Ten anyway four. they make an enemy enemy of this camp counselor called Brogan who's like this sort of sporty douchebag and he's slightly <laughs> obsessed with winning this the cabin silver cup which right. they've won our two dudes are in charge of this ragtag bag of unsporty little kids lovable misfits Uh, yeah exactly lovable misfits there's like a slightly podgy one called cheeseburger and who sneaks food everywhere there's a sort of like moody twilighty one who they call twilight who looks a bit vampire-ish there's there's one called they call hollywood just because he looks like you know he's basically a posh spoiled poser kind of dude right and there's one they call the genius bar because he's just really geeky and clever and stuff you know so there are these nice little characters very and modern the, names. Yes, I know. And um, anyway, so the plot thickens when to wind up Brogan, they steal the silver cup and go and hide it somewhere on this island. Right. And they find the old deserted shack, which uh, us viewers recognise from the beginning, uh, the scary bit at the beginning. And long story short, they find this creepy book and it's got sort of stories written down. And then it's quite weird. They, it's It's this book where if you read out a story... From the book around a campfire, that story starts coming through, coming uh, okay. true, and bloody blah. They read Nicto. exactly, and they they read they read <laughs> they read um, the zombie story, and then zombies start occurring. It starts with a sort of the the first zombie is this sort of bizarre sort of train zombie who you can control. It's kind oh. of weird. Anyway, and, and then you know, zombie begins, and it's it's classic zombie stuff. Um, and I think I, I I don't feel like I need to go too much further in terms no. of the plot of Bunks. Do you have any questions at this point? Well, I have a couple of questions. So, um, for everything you say, <laughs> yes, this does sound very much like a kids' movie. It is very much a kids' movie. See, this is what I was excited about when we found it. I was like, wow, how do you do a kids' movie? It was a kids' zombie movie? Is there biting? Yes, but it's it's done in a very. I mean, no, well, there is, but it's very. It's always done in a very um, kid friendly way. I was actually through, throughout. I was sort of thinking, would this be scary? Could I show this to my six year old? Yeah, and I don't think I could necessarily my six year old. But I think anyone over ten is not going to find this even vaguely scary or threatening. Yeah. Z- serious zombie flick fans look elsewhere. You know, because <laughs> it's, it, it's 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 it's. But it, but I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Like, zombies would be R-rated, eighteen video nasties, and here it's this is prime time sort of Disney esque Canadian made for TV I'm kids. Still stuff. interested. I still want to see how. Disney does, you know, or you know, not Disney, obviously, but how kids, kids TV does zombies. I think that's, that's a fascinating concept. Again, like, uh, you know, you and I, we just talked about how all the different branches of zombie movies, this is just another one which is really underrepresented. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it, and it has... All right, look, I'm going to cut to my review. This is yes. a terrible film in lots of ways. <laughs> you know, but... It's actually what it reminded me of as I was watching. It was a little bit like uh, in our um, our crocodile movies episode. Yeah. I had that um, SF Channel Lake Placid sequel that was yes. terrible. But what I what I afterwards I felt like the the point is it knew what it was. It knew it was quite bad and it did it quite well. And this is similar. You know, it knows it's just a throwaway piece of of fluff of, of, of movie fluff. Yeah, and it knows it's quite silly and it's known it's made for TV. But it does it quite well, and it's there's a nice atmosphere to it, or something. That, oh, there's a certain amateurish me. charm, and as well, the the actors in it, they don't, they don't get me wrong. There's some substandard acting here, but mostly it's pretty good. That there's a real charm to it because they really, I don't know, they really throw themselves in, and it's really stupid as well. And like Brogan, the sort of bad guy, is just he's just a classic kind of kids movie you know sporty yeah. douche bad guy and he's really well done and the, and the two brothers are idiots and they're not particularly likable to begin with but by the end of it I was slightly cheering them on but don't get me wrong this is a really bad film and I think and I, I wouldn't necessarily I think it I think it this is a kind of film that I've watched for you so you don't need to but all that said I mean 
It's got some really funny lines. I'm going to still I watch mean, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, but it's, it is, you, uh, yeah, okay. Well, let me know what you think when you watch it. But it's got some really funny lines, like, um, just loads of best line, worst lines. They were, mm. I was quite impressed with it. Um, there's, there's this funny bit when they're sort of fighting off the um, <laughs> the attacking zombies with some sort of anti-zombie juice they've invented that's inside, like, um, uh, water pistols. Okay. <laughs> and there's a bit when one of the dudes, Brogan, who's a zombie by this point, comes along, and the dude puts down his water pistol and starts just hitting Brogan over the head with an oar. He's just saying, dude, you're supposed to use the antidote. I know, I just really wanted to hit Brogan in the face with my paddle. <laughs> And there's this other, there's this kid who, who just like, oh, the zombies really seem to be going for the clever kid, and they just come up with this idea that it's all because they can particularly smell the genius brains. And I thought, (laughs) I've not come across that in zombie films before. Um, So yeah, it's terrible. I don't think you should watch it, uh, but I quite enjoyed myself. Was that your best line, worst line there, by the way? Oh no, 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 no! I've got a proper best line, worst line. Oh great. Here is my best line, worst line. There is this bit, there's this character in it called Carl, I think. I've suddenly had a blind spot, whatever, but a character who's just, he's one of the camp counsellors and he's just slightly weird. <laughs> and they come into the kitchen and he's just, um, he's got some jerky, some loads of beef jerky. Yeah. And he's, got, and he's got a ruler out and they're just, they're talking to him and then they suddenly stop and just go, what are you doing, Carl? Just measuring some jerky. Why? So I know how much we have. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just so weird. And then they just goes on to the next scene. Honestly, I couldn't stop giggling about that for ages afterwards. It's the awesome. idea of this freak measuring jerky. So that was my favourite line. Um, oh, and oh yes. So in the in the spirit of all zombie films, one of the fun things about zombie films is noticing, ever since Shaun of the Dead, particularly, there's always an array of weapons. You know, yeah. improvised weapons. And in this, they had a bow and arrow. That's a fairly normal weapon. That's so a that pretty normal weapon. I'm going to that... call that, call me kooky, call me crazy. I'm going to call that <laughs> a weapon. Yeah, okay. That was the one proper weapon. Then they had tennis racket, a Canadian kayak style or baseball bat. I know that's fairly traditional, but they had a tennis ball launcher. That was quite oh, interesting. Rolling pin, colander, wok, um, those noodle swimming floats. Sorry, did you say calendar or colander? Colander. Oh, calendar would have been so much cooler. <laughs> yeah. A tennis net, some baking trays. And oh, and yeah, and the bloke and the kid with really smelly brains <laughs> puts foil <laughs> over his head so that the zombies can't sniff his brains. Awesome, I like that too. Okay, that's that's. I'm out. Love it. Well, I'm still. I, look, you have not dissuaded me. Oh, the only thing you haven't done is given us a score. So we do like to score a movie A to E in terms of goodness with pluses and minuses to give us that little extra d- distinction or the all exciting Z for so bad it's good. Now this does not sound like a Z to me. Definitely not. Um, but it is bad. Um, oh, I find it hard to grade. Uh, I, I'm going to go with a D. Okay. A D that you can tell I quite enjoyed. All right. I'm, no, you, you have not put me off. Mm, you've, okay. you've, you've just, you've just uh, lit the fires or stoked the fires because the fires were already lit. They're definitely not, you know, a rampaging torrent of flame. <laughs> but uh, I think I might still stick it on when I'm doing something particularly tedious. <laughs> Well, that was your zombie movie. I watched something way more formulaic. I watched a movie called Devil's Playground. Now, I wanted to watch it because initially we talked about um, watching international zombie movies. And actually, Mm. we have done one from... None none of our zombie movies take place in the same country. And uh, I found this Brit zombie movie. It's from 2010. It's London. We start off with a guy giving a monologue to a computer, like he's recording his video diary. He's in a shipping oh, okay. container, and he's saying, I was the security officer for this corporation. I murdered, I tortured, and now, you know, it's all gone wrong. And um, then we go to a press conference where the president of this drug company is giving a talk about this new performance-enhancing drug they're trialling and um, how it's going to help people. And... Then, as you can guess, the performance-enhancing drug does not help people. It turns them into sort of rabid zombies, basically. Um, So they try it with 30,000 people. These 30,000 people turn into... um, Again, like 28 Days Later, 
they're sort of infected. It's a zombie movie. Yeah. They're, they're very much like 28 Days Later. They're soup. They're very fast. Oh, they have in, so these are speedy zombies. These are speedy zombies. But the, the sort Good. of the twist they've given it is they're sort of speedy parkour zombies. <laughs> There's a lot of jumping around walls and over um, over walls and you know parkouring around basically. Oh, cool. And so yes, London, which is where the whole thing is set, is we see the the the, the zombie plague, the infection spreading, and it's obviously that it's spread by the bites. And we focus on a group of people. There are the agents for the drug company. Yeah. One of which is the guy we see at the beginning giving his video diary thing. Okay. There is um, this one girl who is the only one out of 30,000 test cases not to have had any side effects. Ooh. And nice. we focus on her ex-boyfriend, um, who has just who is a policeman who've just been released um, from being in prison on remand for shooting a kid. Played by Danny Dyer. Ah, good. Yes. And I, was, I was wondering when we'd get to Danny. Yes. Um, and then also, actually, there is another group of her, this this woman's um, brother-in-law, who is a river policeman, used to work with Danny Dyer, and is also a helicopter pilot. So, as luck would have it, um, all these people sort of end up together and running around and trying to escape the zombie apocalypse while trying to sort of utilise the... A uh, girl who survived as a cure. Yeah, trying to figure or, or, out how or to trying to get her to yes, exactly, and trying to get or trying to yeah. get her to a lab where they can generate antidote because yeah, this thing seems to be very much contained. We, we're seeing the start of the outbreak, which is like I like I like start of outbreaks, um, and it's in you know contained within the British Isles because they they change quite fast. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, and, good. yeah. As their struggles to get to specifically um, a helicopter to try and get off. The, you get off the island and they also pick up a couple of stragglers on the way which complicates things because then they have too many people for the helicopter etc yeah. so you have Danny Dyer um, you have Craig Fairbrass which I got really excited about um, yeah. because I thought it was Richard Fairbrass oh no Richard yeah, Fairbrass, Craig Fairbrass is, is the one that used to be in EastEnders isn't it yes who actually I was relatively happy with seeing in the movie because I quite like him anyway. He's all right. Playing yeah, sort I like of like, too. Oh, I'm a bit of a rough geezer sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he is. But Richard Fairbrass is the ex-singer of Right Said Fred and I really hoped it was him because that <laughs> would have been awesome. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just saw, I just heard the name and thought, oh, oh, I wonder who that is. But, oh, is it? Okay, good. Yeah, that would have yeah, been funny. I thought it would have been... You know, like in um, Blade <laughs> 2 when one of the boys from Bross kind of like was great. Oh, yeah. And I yeah, thought, wow, fantastic. cool, the guy from Right Said Fred is in the zombie... <laughs> oh, no, no, it's just, hello, I'm a geezer. Um, yeah. And then Dude, you know, so, Bross obviously also turns up rather well in the other film by him, Hellboy 2. Oh yes, he does. Yeah, he's basically yeah. quite good. Yeah, um, got an actor called um, Myanna Buring. I've never, I've never met anyone called Myanna before. No, it's M Y capital A N N A Buring, who does a perfectly. Uh, she's Swedish. Does a perfectly great job of being the. Oh, no, she's. I, I know her. She's carrier of the she's in, um, she's in. Um, oh, the descent. Oh yes, yes, yes. She is in the. She's descent. got a part yes. in the descent, and she's in the kill list. She's the, yes, she she's is in Kill List also. The... I forgot about that. You're right, she's in Kill List. She's also yeah. in a bunch of the Twilight movies, unfortunately, for her. Oh, is she? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I like her. She's great. Yeah. So she's really good. Um, okay. And you also have someone I really, really like. Um, you may not know her so well. There's, come, there's more people to come. This is very exciting. Uh, Lisa McAllister. And mm. she is... Um, what well, all I really know her from, but she does a brilliant job in a bit part, is she plays Mycroft's assistant in um, the new version of Holmes. You know the the Benedict Cumberbatch Holmes. Oh, really? And she's okay. my, she does this brilliant little comic turns every time. She's just entirely sardonic and awesome. Um, okay. And she's great in this too. Right. Uh, and then you also have uh, Colin Salmon plays the drug company boss. You will recognise him from many, many things. He often plays a sort of government minister. He's in Tomorrow Never Dies. In World of Not, he's in World of Not. He plays. You know, he's part of the the M's lot. Um, yeah, and he's in. But he's also in President Evil and um, some other appalling things. And Sean Pertwee. Oh, I love, oh, Sean, I Pertwee. love Sean Pertwee. <laughs> so I got very excited by that. Why is uh, Sean Pertwee in this? What does he do? He is <laughs> Sean Pertwee is my favourite role in this whole thing. 
Oh, good. I'll, I'll tell you more about Sean Pertwee in a minute. And then we've still okay. got Danny Dyer. Uh, yeah. Danny Dyer does predictably what Danny Dyer does is he walks around looking a bit moody and saying, I'm going to kill him, I'm going to smash him. And he sort of um, is just moody and troubled and just frankly rubbish. Is he? As I expected him to be. This isn't meant to be a personal attack, but I do think he's an appalling actor, which is a shame because I really liked him in Human Traffic. But ever since then, he plays this one-note caricature and it's blooming terrible. So mm. uh, he was as awful as I thought he was going to be. Everyone else actually was really quite enjoyable and watchable. I was going to say, Not it's too quite, a, quite a good cast. Yeah. Apart from um, Danny Dyer. And uh, no, no spoiler, really. It's just a massive spoiler. But if you're going to watch this for the same reason I watched it, Danny Dyer does live up to his name. Really? Yep, yep. We do see the end of Danny Dyer. It's brilliant. Yay! Yay. Oh, cool. See, I watched that's it for the right news. reasons. Unfortunately. Oh, but wait, wait, just before you are, when, does Danny Dyer die near the end? Yeah, he dies near the end, unfortunately. Uh, which is a bit okay. of a shame. Carry on, But sorry. for the first half hour, there's only like three scenes of the in, which is brilliant too. Oh, it was cool. a real Brucey bonus. Sean Pertwee's barely in it, but he plays mm. this um, captain, sort of a police captain riverboat kind of thing. Mm. who essentially just sort of shouts a lot. I think he must have done like half a day's filming. He shouts a lot. And then at a really crucial moment where for no apparent reason he could look after his men. They're, they're basically the, um, the, the, they're the riverboat police. The, the, dock, the dock is kind of getting about to get swamped by zombies. And his two constables are untying the boat. Um, and he runs down the gangway away from the zombies. And instead of saying, jump in, lads, let's go, he just jumps into the boat and drives off. <laughs> and just leaves them two on the jetty. And you're like, God, that would have taken no effort at all for it for you. Uh, okay, fine. Um, he's got my sort of best line, worst line. <laughs> you know, it's meant to be kind of slightly tongue-in-cheek, but it's really, really badly written and really, really badly done. Um, and he goes, right, dust her down, lock and load. Let's get ready to rock and roll, boys. <laughs> oh, God. It's really, really <laughs> awful. And that is part of the problem of this movie. It's not very well written at all. It's pretty badly written. Oh, dear. Overall, it's really not that good at all. I would not recommend anyone bother watching this movie. It's the director's first time out. It's one of, it's one of those things. It's got a bit of recognition on the circuit. But that seems to be more of a smile because maybe he knows people. He's made it's pretty bad. It, like right. it, it's low budget, um, but low budget appears to have meant really poor script, hmm. really obvious, just student filmy lighting. Like the DOP was terrible. Yeah. Um, but it's I mean, dude, it sounds. I mean, it sounds. You're not making me want to watch it. I'm glad you've watched this in that old because I'm just glad I don't need to. Um, I, I, I do like the sound of the cast, though. I almost want to dip Look, into it because of the cast. The cast is really great. Um, mm. They've and, and watching zombies do parkour is kind of amusing, but in general, it's really quite bad. The script is bad. I think the direction is pretty ham-fisted. I mean, mm. look, I couldn't. I'm not going to knock him on that one. Uh, I haven't directed a movie myself. I think I, you know, probably it's great. You know, I bet I, if you I'm did, sure, you'd do a really good one. Though. Oh, thanks, man. I'm sure he's. <laughs> I'm sure he's learning his craft still. You know, but it's it, yeah, it's yeah. a bit it's a bit sophomoric though. It's a bit film schooly. Um, yeah. If and I mean, look, Sean Pertby has an, an awesome tash. I'm watching a lot of MasterChef at the moment. He does the voiceover for that, so it's always quite funny just um, hearing him not saying MasterChef things. Um, <laughs> the biggest sin it makes, though, and it's something that I was looking for, is it doesn't set out its law and stick to it. Right. And that, that, for me, is something I really hate in zombie movies. And it's, uh, Walking Dead is so guilty of doing this at the moment. There is no... Um, rhyme or reason to how fast someone turns apart from how they want the plot to go right so I the see. first sort of big attack you see this guy they've been immunosuppressing and they then they um they take away the the, the antivirals and he turns in this lab yeah. and he bites one of the lab assistants <clears throat> who turns like that you know 20 yeah. seconds later he's up teeth bared i don't really mind stuff like that because i think i think that happens all the time and it's just it's just it personally i i don't that doesn't bother me if the whatever the film has won me over enough for me to to not worry about things like that the fact that you worry about things like that not you personally but mm. if you find yourself worrying about like, things like that or noticing things like that it's mean that the film the film hasn't won you over do you know what i mean yes i, no, I think loads I of films disagree. have a bit of artistic license and just I, I i can think of loads of films that i love that are zombie films that bend the rules on their own their own law all the time 
Yes, but I would say in general they they tend to sort of try people. They tend to make their decision: is it a fast turner or a slow turner? Like, mm. how does this zombie outbreak manifest itself? But this one was so vast because you've got Richard Fre- no, sorry, Craig Fairbrass, um, who gets bitten and spends the, a really, really, really long time before someone goes, "Oh, take this antiviral." Mm. He's just sort of like manfully raw because he's hard going on, whereas the lab assistants are bite turn go for people and considering the speed that they set these zombies at the rushing and the running and the parkour yeah that fits the, the quick turn the quick pounce works for me but the slow ponderous um because it suits the plot transformation just just doesn't unfortunately and that that really did lose me and you're right that could be um an offshoot of the fact that it's just not very good but yeah. uh it it really yeah it 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 annoyed the hell out of me but I was looking for it I tell you I was, I was looking for it from the start of the movie so I don't think it was a, a, a consequence of that because it's one of those things that I look for have you got your law down yeah do, do, does this make sense are you consistent because I want to see a fully uh, <laughs> you want fully worm. consistent zombie changing time I do yes I, 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 I do you're there with your stopwatch timing them each time oh, that one was two and a half seconds I will allow <laughs> some variation for body mass <laughs> But Body mass, general severity well-being, health, of, age. Severity of wound. <laughs> but in general, the difference between immediate turning and, oh, maybe in an hour I might be a zombie, is uh, it's just too great for me. Well, I've just come across another reason why you should not watch Bunks. Because there's some there's a lot of variation in Bunks, dude. You wouldn't like it at all. I think I'm still going to watch it. I think I'm still going to enjoy it more than Devil's Playground. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you would, actually. I it's think just, Bunks it, sounds better. Yeah, too much geezering, too much inconsistency, terrible script. Waste mm. of a decent cast. Um, D minus. D minus. Oh. Yeah. D minus. I was expecting Don't an bother. E plus. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it could be an E plus, but it's sort of saved by Sean Pertwee's moustache. Yeah, actually, the cast alone kind of elevates it slightly. But I, I yeah. think that with Danny Dyer, just let's not go on about it, but just very briefly, it sounds to me like he's not playing a character you would root for. No, no, it's horrible. And that he, seems to be the thing that what I don't he quite thinks, get about I him. I think he thinks his character is quite sympathetic, but actually yeah. he's horrible. He's a ball bag. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wouldn't like him in real life. He's just a nasty little turd. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Right, so well, that's brilliant. Well done, dude. So now we've what? spanned the globe. We've gone Canadia. We've gone <laughs> Ucadia. And now <laughs> it's time to go to Malaysia. Very good. <laughs> Very good, yes. Our third film is KL Zombie. Oh, yeah, without the E. Yeah, zombie without the E. I tried to sort of get that in my enunciation. Zombie. Zombie. But, yeah, and KL for Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, which can I just amaze you, dude? Mm. I have been to KL. Really? I've no- I've been to Singapore. I've never been to KL. I've totally been to KL. You're awesome. I- I've been to KL for more than a couple of days. Did I was you, there for sort of, I think, three or four days. Did you find any zombies? <laughs> I found no zombies, but oh. I really, I really enjoyed my time there. But yeah, I was excited. Wow, I've got, I've got, I've got things. That's I can pretty add. cool, actually. Why? How do I not know that you went to Kuala Lumpur? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just don't listen to my stories. That's I mean, you, you barely true. listen to my film reviews. <laughs> <laughs> KL Zombie, dude. Yes. Zombie with with just an eye. So it's a Malaysian film. It came out when? I haven't written that down. I think it's 2015, but I am frequently wrong. Oh, it's 2013. You are oh, okay. wrong. Okay, <laughs> they, they were both odd numbers. Yeah, very well done. Thanks. And um, uh, so the the plot of this, I'm going to start the plot because basically, in just a sentence, it's about a slacker who becomes a reluctant hero when a after a zombie outbreak. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the film starts with. Um, a group of chums. A group of chums who are hanging around on this kind of, just this kind of area where couples seem to hang around, basically, overlooking... Oh, actually, sorry, that's a, a complete lie. The movie starts with a completely insane fake commercial. I know, and I wasn't even going to go there yet. I was just going to get through the plot and then return to the fake commercial, because, okay. yeah, the fake commercial, we could we could do a podcast just about we that. We could do a podcast about <laughs> the fake commercial. <laughs> but, yeah, the, Ben's right. There's this weird fake commercial, uh, fake commercial for a weird product. Then we see some friends... Hanging around in this sort of... It just looks like a place where people hang out, like a car park almost, overlooking KL. Yeah, You'd it's expect- almost like a... It looks like a make-out point or something like you'd yeah, see in a 50s movie. Definitely, or like like where the Hollywood sign should be. Mm. Anyway, um, and then these group of friends that are just um, talking and whatnot, and then and you see a little dog licking some stuff, and it looks like some kind of, you know, some, some kind of poison. Stuff. 
type weird stuff. Then the dog bites a man, one of our characters. Yes. The man needs to go to the hospital. He's driven by one of the, f- the, the female friends who he's not going out with. And before getting out of the car, they have a kiss. A kiss that they shouldn't be having. Kiss, yes, an illicitly passionate kiss. Because yeah. they've left his girlfriend and her boyfriend behind at the sort of lookout point. Yeah, exactly. And then, so then next day, wouldn't you know it, he starts feeling ill. And she, having kissed him, also starts feeling ill. Uh-huh. And we start, we start to see, basically, them. they cough up blood. They look increasingly pale. And then, wouldn't you know it, they turn into zombies and start attacking. Now, she's a school teacher, so she bites... First, she bites another teacher, doesn't she? A disciplinarian yes. teacher. Yeah, this and is a, a thing in Malaysia. There's a discipline teacher who just wanders around, basically just lamping people and telling them to get uh, back yeah. in class. Yeah, it's quite freaky, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then that teacher starts biting children. And meanwhile, the, the bloke who, 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 who got bitten by the dog has, has turned as well. And he seems to be a driver, doesn't he? He's a driver right? for a wealthy local businessman. I don't think it's a gangster. I think he's just a wealthy local businessman. Yeah, but, I think you're um, right. He he turns um, rather memorably while his boss is at the golf course. That's right. Yes, I was trying to remember when he turned. I yes. can't remember. Yes, well done. And a yeah. sort of a golf buggy um, yeah. zombie chase. Yeah, and but then while all this is going, while all this is going on, while this this uh, oh, there's there's another set of characters that, again we met at the beginning. One of them's obsessed with going to a kind of. X Factor, Britain's Got Talent style. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's going to become some sort of singing star. Yeah, so he's trying to get to a audition for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and basically, but, but the main hero, yes. who we've just seen basically being asleep, is this slack, slacker guy who's obsessed with field hockey. Yeah, and noodles. <laughs> and noodles. And, 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 oh, and his um, scooter. He's obsessed with his scooter. Oh, yeah, he scooter. is. He, he's got a nickname for it and stuff. And, yeah, um, it seems like field hockey's probably a big deal in... In uh, Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, yeah, I think it must be. Mm. I'm, I'm ashamed to say I don't know. I haven't, I haven't done any research into it. But yeah, he, he's his his sport is is field hockey, and um, but yeah. So so the zombie outbreak happens, and you keep cutting back to him just being asleep, and then he 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 starts he goes to work eventually, and. And in that, a bit like Shaun of the Dead, you get sort of loads of zombie things happening near him, and he doesn't really notice. And he finally does notice that there's a zombie attack when him and his overweight sort of slackery buddy who he lives with are in a... Do you remember the scene? They're in a graveyard. Oh, yes, 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 and yes. And that's yes, when yeah, yeah, yeah. finally they realise... Because basically, um, is it is it their own uncle that is zombieing towards them? I can't quite work it out. I couldn't quite work that bit out. But the point is, he finally realises... so. Ah, uh, it's zombies and... and and yeah, that, then... that's after having played field hockey with a team of zombies. Oh yeah, and not <laughs> realised. Yeah, and eaten at a, a noodle stool. Oh yeah, with a zombie the, guy. Yeah, with a zombie guy sort of making the noodles, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, and then basically after that, the important point is that we get the group of survivors, as it were, who team up, and it's this slacker dude. He's he hooks up with two school kids who seem to be very good at fighting, who have survived the the school where our teacher was. Yes. And a um, cop who wants to book him for, I don't know, speeding. something illegal on the road. Yeah, speeding, thank you. And uh, uh, some some characters from the beginning, the female friends who were uh, the kid from the guy from the talent show, and they all yep. end up fighting and trying to find out how to cure the zombie apocalypse. Yes. I, have I done enough plot? I feel like I'm really burbling. <laughs> no, no, I think it was quite. It's, it's that's about right. You've got it all, all sort of pretty much together. There. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, what did, I, I mean, I'm going to go with what I thought. I, if you're, are you are you ready for me, dude? Can I give you my? Review? I'm ready for you. Go on, just keep on going. You you are on a well, roll. I I thought this was terrible. I really didn't enjoy it very much. I thought it was just pants. I found it a real pain in the to get through. I was I was looking at the time all the time to get through it. That said, there are things about it that I thought were passable, and I kind of I, d- I didn't hate watching it because I thought I'm, I've never seen a Malaysian, you know, zombie film before, so I sort of enjoyed it just a bit for for that for that reason. But I didn't find it funny; I just found it boring and annoying. Oh, so this is where we are going to slightly converge paths, not to the extent where I'm going to go. This is Citizen Kane, <laughs> but for some odd reason, this is you're right. This is terrible. Mm. And it's got sort of, you know, it could all... If it wasn't quite gory, mm. it would be a kid's movie because the humour level is pretty... Yeah. Yeah, it felt pretty so much basic. like basic. But for some reason, I really enjoyed it. I just, I, I just sort of like... I had this silly grin on my face for mm. the, at least the first hour 
where it was just so ridiculous but it was it had such a sense of fun about it that i was like you know what i'm i'm really quite enjoying myself this is just great but stupid and there's things like you know zombies chasing people on golf carts i love a bit of that the fact that you know it starts off with a zombie dog the fact that um <laughs> that there's one thing i really liked and i i can't remember if i've seen it much before or not is that the, yes they were totally convinced um system with their zombiefication and some zombies <laughs> were just out for brains but some zombies had a sort of semblance of their former life like the noodle stand guy who just carried on <laughs> yeah. making lassies and serving him lassies and them sort of yeah, like, yeah. So, oh maybe actually it's brain um <laughs> or there was like the zombie pe- zombie pizza delivery oh uh, yeah um yeah. and frankly i i found that all quite charmingly funny and i just thought the lunatic antics of these people were just quite refreshing and silly and I just it's its like I say it's nowhere near a great movie but I really enjoyed myself watching it I don't know if I could have taken any more and I think the novelty started to wear off towards the end but I did quite enjoy that sort of very um, kind of uh, uh, innocent sort of sensibility about it with a whole sort of bunch of relatively alright gore thrown in yeah well one thing I was going to say is that I thought there were there were certain things like the sort of it was I thought the sort of um, the zombie effects in general were pretty good yeah and, and and I thought loads of the sort of the gore was was pretty good too I've definitely seen films that have done a lot worse yeah definitely and it, and it looked pretty good do you know what I mean like you wouldn't you didn't yeah, I never looked at it and thought oh that's terribly lit no 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 it's, it's Not quite that well I shot quite the, you know, quite, the, quite the eye for, for stuff like that yeah well that's great that you had a good time I'm definitely you know I can remember feeling some of what you're talking about but for me, it was just, it was a chore to get through this, even though I kind of, some of the sort of goodwill that you're talking about rubbed off on me too, I think. But I've, I've, I've anything else, I found, I found the main guy, he'd, I'd warmed him, he's Zizan Razak, who's a, yes. who seems to be a sort of stand-up comedian who came, rose to fame in Malaysia through being in, um, you know, Britain's Got Talent type programmes yeah, yeah. Um, for comedians. Sorry, I'm suddenly yeah. losing the ability to... to Talk. talk about and I, and I think I, just, <laughs> I think he um I mean obviously this is a very obvious post um Shaun of the Dead film as in yes. it, it's got more than a more than a nod to Shaun of the Dead yeah yeah absolutely and but I don't think you know, I don't think that's a, a thing to criticize it for because it's just it is what it is and it knows it's doing it if you see what I mean but I got slightly fed up because it does loads of those sort of fast kind of <laughs> kind of yes. sound effects whenever people move their hands and that was really pissing me off in the beginning I just go alright I've got that please stop doing that because it was just like anything anything he moved you're just like and so stop doing that and um, and there was also like there's, so there's this quite funny bit when um, the main guy who's as, as we said is into field hockey has finally realised there's a zombie apocalypse um, going on he he returns home and then he hides in his bath for a bit and can't get through to his mum or he hears his mum being killed or something like yeah, that yeah I think he hears his mum being killed basically so yeah. so he sort of then well, he, zombified then, let's not say killed no exactly zombified and then um, and then suddenly he sort of gets up and you know and tools up and it's that sort of that sort of scene where the you know it's the hero sort of montage yeah. and i kind of don't get me wrong it's kind of fun because it's the hero montage it's like the evil dead montage when he with, you know with the with yeah the, yeah yeah Agreed. the chainsaw yeah but the point is that there was no art to get there he'd only just been depressed he'd only just found out about the zombies and suddenly he was the hero <laughs> thing that i felt like that scene needed well, to happen he gets later by his mother's uh, attack yeah but over the course of about two minutes of film well, so yeah, I, no, I, there was no, like, there was no is not payoff. a dramatic masterpiece. No, <laughs> it's not densely plotted. It's very silly. It's almost Frank Spencerish in its comedy <laughs> at times, which is not normally my cup of tea. But I just found it quite charming, and I quite like the kids in it, mm. uh, especially. Oh, I can't have kids. No, no, I didn't like the kids. I like the well, girl. I didn't like the the girl was awesome. The girl just was this martial arts awesomeness. Even yeah. though, like, to be honest, they just took the piss out of her being fat the whole time, which I thought was a bit harsh on the poor thing. Yeah. But um, she just she kicked large amounts of uh, of ass. But I, yeah, I I couldn't help it. I just you know, it, we briefly touched on the commercial at the beginning. Yes, uh, it, okay. Once I watched it and then I rewound it and watched it again and it sort of had me from there. Like it's so mental. Yeah, that's it's, bit it's is basically mental. it's 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 a bit like the dude from Gangnam style. Yes. Yes. Um, I've got that down in my notes. It's like as a, PSRI as a, or whatever. And I think called. this might well be 
something cultural that people they do have these guys like he's called bro something or other yeah. and um he's got this sort of it's all for this uh panacea and cream that will make you more attractive and make you more interesting and clear up spots and clear up even an ugly face and it'll just do everything and and he's sort of yeah it's this figure that just goes around selling this stuff and yeah two of the girls who get caught up in the apocalypse they keep going banging on about mlm which oh, i think yeah, is yeah. So I sort of looked up, and I think it's like it's it's a sort of mass marketing thing. So I think it might that might be a thing in Kuala Lumpur as well that people get caught up in these these sort of mass marketing product placement things that are just a, like a, a kind of a, a retail snowball or whatever. Right. But right. Um, but that that, that uh, commercial was so awesomely mental. It kind of got me from the beginning. <laughs> Well, one other bit that I was going to say, um, which sort of won me round a little bit, was this bit when... <laughs> so this is definitely, as well as being a post-Shaun of the Dead, it's definitely a post-Zombieland movie. And there are yes. a couple of real nods to that, as in, you know, on purpose. You didn't purpose. even mention Zombieland earlier as one of my favourite post-sort of... Well, Zombieland... It's another one that slightly killed zombies for me, Zombieland. Oh, really? No, I still really like it. As I just said, yeah. like, there's too many things. This is one of the good ones. Yeah, I liked it, but then that's the thing. I, I, I never want to watch it again. That's well, that's where I'm at with Zombieland. But anyway, there's this bit when he sort of visualizes the fight he's about to have with the zombies. Oh God, yeah, he does that. But that's also very. Times. That's also very post Sherlock. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and and when when he did that sort of. Oh, I don't know. It just Sorry, not kind post of... Sherlock, but more, more more post. Isn't it post? It's post. Um, post. Oh, what's his face? Guy Ritchie, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he. Yes. Yes. You're right. Yes. You're right. Yeah. And um. And I was about to pour scorn on it, and then it kind of it double bluffed because it turned out that he was it was an imagined useless. thing, and, and he was completely yes. useless. And I kind of thought, okay, okay, film, you got me there. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and um, I did. Did you have any best line, worst lines? Because I've got a worst line. Oh no, go for it, go for it. I, I've, um, it was all pretty bad, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Well, my best line, worst line is from a sequence towards the end. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but basically the cop, it turns out, has got a son who's zombie, zombie, zombie infected, but chained up. Yeah. And um, our hero wants to kill him because um, he's a zombie and the father doesn't want him to kill him. Classic zombie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and the main guy goes, that's not your son. It's a bomb waiting to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah like I approve of that. That's good. That's a good worst line. Yeah. Um, my my best line for that would be anything involving flat noodles. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of flat noodles. Just they took that. That's that's one of those things that's definitely you're watching something translated because it's obviously one word. It's yeah. like them saying, "Yeah, I love KFC." Yeah, she's going to KFC or whatever. But it's actually going, "I do love the flat noodles." <laughs> hey, let's go and get a oh, flat fried noodles. So do I. I love flat fried noodles too. <laughs> Where can we get some flat fried noodles? <laughs> So there's my worst line. Any translation of whatever the hell flat fried noodles <laughs> actually is when it's usually used. Uh, in, my, uh, dogs, in... my dogs go through a silly patch, so you may hear some doggy action in the background. That sounds weird. Yeah, um, well done. Good. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think there's what, much what, more to say on the subject, really. What, I'm what are you going to give KL Zombie? I'm sorry, I'm giving it a C. Right. I'm definitely lower. I, I'm D again. Uh, the thing is, in a weird way, it's definitely a film that I'm enjoying talking about more than watching. Yeah, so. I, I, I'd still say watch it because I don't think you'll be the poorer for watching it. You might just, and you, you'll have watched something. How many? How many times do you say, "Oh, I watched that Malaysian film the other day"? Yeah, I disagree. I don't think you should watch it because I think it's terrible. But I do agree <laughs> that you should watch the insane, weird product advert at the beginning, and it's right yeah. at the beginning, so everyone should watch that because it's weird. That's entirely true. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. Okay, well, all right. Well, not a great crop of films, to be honest. And maybe that proves the point that we are still a bit over zombies. Because yeah. frankly, there was nothing of uh, there was nothing of real. That look, I'm going to call mine a C minus. I can't call it a C. It's a C minus. There is nothing of the real sort of quality in there. Um, but I still think watch that. I'm going to watch yours because I think it sounds different and weird, even though it doesn't sound very good. It's not. But there's no, there's nothing in there that I'm saying to anyone. Catch it before Netflix takes it down. So let's let's just put let's put a, let's put the zombies back in the grave and move on to the next topic for next episode, Jono. Now we did talk about doing something Christmassy, but we're not going to. No, 
apart from anything else, I've got a reason for not doing Christmassy. Because if we do Christmassy, we have to do the sequel to Krampus, the Christmas awfulness. Oh which, God, I saw that was on there. No, it's way. A, no, it's not. It's on Amazon. It's not on Netflix. Oh right. Oh, okay. Okay. Which Good. which which means it doesn't fall under our remit, unfortunately. I might watch it anyway as an exploratory uh, kind of. Journey no. into stupidity. Don't I think I think I I I don't think you should do that, dude. No, Life okay. is finite. Yeah, it is too short. All right. So what are we going to do instead, then, Johnny? Well, <laughs> I rather late. I, I just I've only just noticed that um, Lethal Weapon is thirty years old this year. Boom. So he's so and... out in eighty seven, and I just thought because of that, because Lethal Weapon was such a great film, and I really remember the first time I saw it, a bit like. It, but Lethal movies. Weapon and Die Hard were the two films yeah, in the yeah. 80s that just, yeah, made me love action movies. And what is uh, the thread that runs through both of those? Christmas. Yeah! Moderately Christmassy films. Well, very Christmassy Die films in lots of ways. Anyway, so Lethal Weapon, we're going to do buddy cop movies. Bring it on. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it is. I'm really looking forward to it. Have you ever seen Lethal Weapon? No, what's it about? Uh, I can't remember. I still remember how cool I thought Mel Gibson was when I first saw that. I know, I he know. Just, he, he ran in a really cool way. And Gary yeah. Busey played... Make, is it Busey or Busey? Busey. I always say Busey. I don't oh, know. Really? Well, Gary B is a fanta- is fantastic at that film. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. That, that, that's a great movie. I might go... I would go and watch it because I had it on my TiVo. But unfortunately, even though the TiVo guide said it was Lethal Weapon, it was Lethal Weapon 4. And that is an abomination. I, in fact... What I would like to do with Ethan Weapon 4 is sit Joe Pesci down in front of it and go, Joe, really? <laughs> you made Goodfellas and you did this? Uh, his involvement started from the second one, didn't it, with the Patsy Kensit one? Yeah, I believe Pesci, so. Yeah. I was trying to, yeah. I couldn't remember, it's Rene Russo that came on in the third one, wasn't it? I can't remember. It's probably me. Anyway, <laughs> so okay, next good. time, Buddy Cop movies. Um, yes. Before then, please do check out the back catalogue if you want to because there's a lot there maybe you haven't listened to it please also it would be great if you could leave us a review not just on the bathroom wall but on, the, on iTunes maybe that's quite a good place for reviews and you know chuck, us, chuck in a few stars because that helps us just get seen and listened to by a few more people and if you want to get in touch if you have any other ideas we've got one other idea up our sleeve that a listener has come up with which we're going to you know tell you about at the end of next show but if you want to tweet us at we watch anything if you want to email us um we watch anything at gmail.com or if you want to uh, send us a message on Facebook which is we watch anything facebook.com slash we watch anything thing then feel free to do that in fact we, we heartily encourage it until next time thanks for listening yeah, Get thanks buddy... so much for listening I've really enjoyed talking to you about zombie films and uh, we'll be in your ears before you can Im- say Jack it. Robinson Yes, or before you can say, I'd like to watch a buddy cop movie. (laughs) See you next time.